I get it started You are now tuned in to my parents' office yeah, With Brett Castle and Andrew Diaz New new dropping, yeah, you know where I'll be at Believe that, New England flow in your speakers Tryna run game, lace heat like sneakers In a flashlight, lightning bugs I pop up at your spot and I'm lighting up, yeah JR on a mic and I'm next to blow No commercials, I turn it to an episode Better get down to business, begin the show So let me get going, welcome to MPO What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the My Parents Office podcast. I am your host, Andrew Diaz. Today, we've got a special episode. We're joined. Brett's not joining today, but we have uh, articles from the office, Substack Blogger, uh, part of ours, our Substack. Go subscribe to that. Um, Tom's actually been on a few times uh, prior, but this is his first episode where it's just going to be him and I. So, Tom, we got Tom Trubin on. What's going on, buddy? What's up? What's up? How's it going? I'm doing good. Not not too bad. Uh, definitely happy to get you on. Um, oh, yeah. So, before been, been we get, waiting for this. Yeah, definitely. Before we get into it, a um, couple of housekeeping things. Um, follow social media at My Parents Office on Twitter. Um, my Parents Office podcast on Facebook. We just started up the Facebook page. Uh, Twitter at My Parents Office. Uh, Substack, go subscribe to that. Articles from the office. Spotify, Apple, go leave us a review. YouTube, go leave us a review. We're going to start posting old interviews that never got up onto the channel. So definitely go check those out. Um, and then t-shirts still on sale. And then we get the t-shirt giveaway going on on the Instagram account. So all you got to do, be following the account, like the picture, tag two friends, and you're, you're home free after that. So uh, make sure you guys are doing that. But uh, we're going to talk a little, just, just get right into it. So you started, you started blogging. Um, we had planned it out like over the winter, then everything kind of just fell through Yeah, yeah. With, with getting like a couple of people. And I'm kind of glad where we're at now where it's you and me on the blog side, oh, yeah. and then Brett and I primarily doing the pod. So, so it, it was just a, you know, we were had a lot of stuff going on, still school, all that stuff. So I feel yeah. like that's a, a main component of it. You know, I'm definitely happy that you where we're at right now and be a part of it. So it's all looking good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we we it falls through a couple months later. I reach back out. I'm like, hey, I think this would be pretty cool if we did actually do it. So Tom's been blogging. Yeah, he, he's done. Well, you talk about it. What what have you been? Because you've done a little bit of crypto, a little bit of yeah. uh, fitness. So you know, talk I, about some of the stuff you've gone, you've gotten de- done. De- definitely talking about a little bit of my interests, and I know it's a lot of people will like it too you know obviously the fitness side of things i've been talking a lot about powerlifting uh, there's been some really good meets and uh, talking about of course crypto and how that was down and what's going on next actually crypto market's starting to bleed up a little bit so that's looking pretty nice so hopefully no one sold their stuff um what else uh, just some r- random fitness stuff like my first one was that uh nice little yelling guy that's was doing hack squats and just oh, decided yeah. to yell that that was just the the funny like the most stupid video ever, and I got so many hate comments from a comment I left. I was just like, "All right, you guys are just fun." You you didn't get it as bad as Dom got it though. When oh he no, went, the, he, he got, got like, like eviscerated like, in the Instagram live in the comments. Like it was brutal. Yeah, but like, yeah, you know, I'm just enjoying. I'm just like really enjoying putting content out i got i definitely have to write a few more there's a couple of uh, things that have happened with powerlifting all that there was a big championship today all that so there's a lot more that's going to be coming and then also um you know 
getting that live SEC action in the fall. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to LSU now. So that's going to be a major change. And I think that'll bring a lot of cool content to the blog too. Oh, de- definitely. I'm, I'm pumped about that. And then especially um, once you're down there or once you're actually competing in your first meet, I think would actually be cool. Oh yeah. We got video from that and we throw that up on YouTube. I think it's just something that's interesting that. That's coming August 7th. August. So a little over eight weeks. Nerd, nerd's taking Danbury, it a little bit. Right? What? You're competing out in Danbury? Yep, Danbury. It's the Gleason Performance Center. It's either Danbury or Derby. I forgot. It's one of those two. But they we're still looking to see how their COVID restrictions are going to be. Just because I know when I first signed up, I forget when I signed up, like now, February, March, somewhere around there. They said no people were allowed. But now, obviously, with code restrictions getting lifted yeah. but everywhere, I still haven't received like any email or any like updates on that. So I'm going to assume they're going to allow uh, spectators. But again, who knows? Yeah, yeah. But that would be cool. I know Brett's he, he's going to start doing some stuff down in – I think he's going to like bare knuckle boxing in Philly the weekend of 4th of July. That's sick. So, so he'll, be, he'll be down at that, which I think will actually make for some pretty solid content. But – uh. With crypto, I'm actually real curious about it because, like, I follow all I follow like Portnoy on Twitter. So yes. he he he's tweeting a lot about Doge, and I I don't honestly don't get any of it. So how did you kind of get into the whole crypto world? I mean, it was definitely uh, Corona and quarantine definitely helped out a lot. Yeah. Like you know, just becoming more curious on different things. But I guess it started before. Like I used to be into stocks a lot. Like when I was a freshman in college, like I was like, okay, you know, the basic business major, okay, I'm gonna get my Robinhood app and just like, you know, start yeah. buying some random stuff. That that and I, your uh, your Wolf of Wall Street poster. Yeah, it, 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 it was major. It, it, it's a phase that everybody goes through. That's a business major. I can tell you that. Luckily, I'm out of being a business major now. I'm switching to kinesiology, but definitely yeah. is a phase that you know when you see the basic guy, they go for a business major. Like, all right. I make a bunch of money. Become gonna become Jordan Belfort. All that gonna get stocks. That's like the first basic thing. And if a business major tells you that they haven't felt that, then they are so wrong. They definitely felt that. Absolutely. But you know, like I, going back to it, it was first originally with stocks, and then like I said, with quarantine happening, I just see a lot more people talking about cryptocurrency. Like, I, like I do remember. I think it was last year, the year before, where like. Bitcoin just started shooting up. Everybody started making money. That's when, like when I personally first heard about crypto was when that Bitcoin thing happened. And then, but I didn't really know until I like started looking really deep into it. It's actually been around for a while. It's like even like early 2000s, I think, or not early, like mid to late 2000s was when I first saw like, or first was reported like with Bitcoin, all that. Yep. And that's where it was like, oh, people heard about it. They're like, oh, let's not put any money. It's not going to be you. It's not going to be anything in the future. Because who's going to care about cryptocurrency in the future? I mean, that's at least what they were thinking in 2009. They were not thinking ahead. And now people that place like $100 in Bitcoin are now like millionaires when it first like shares. But, you know, the, the basics of crypto is just, it's basically just computers running and like trying to like mine coins. Like the computers are like solving math equations. It gets very deep into it. Like, I don't know what kind of math equations they're doing. That's what usually happens. That's the way you mine coins. So you'll see like if in the computer market right now, if you're trying to buy like custom parts or anything like that, it's really hard to find because people are like scalping. Like I built a PC and I was very, for- or I built a PC with one of my friends and I was very uh, fortunate to get a graphics card. That's the main component of the PC. And that's what all the scalpers want. 
just so you can leave your computer running the whole entire time so you can get keep getting like coins instead of paying for like like anybody else that doesn't like have a big computer does is not like that they're usually paying for like a bitcoin mm-hmm. or at least trying to and it's basically like stocks so if you like if you've had stocks you know like how kind of like there's a time limit of when you can buy when you can sell then when you kind of hold yeah. so imagine just stocks but 24 hours and never like this market never stops it's always going up it's always going down so it's kind of it really is just similar to stocks but you know you get to look at it more often. There's a lot more areas you get touch upon. There's a lot smaller companies, bigger companies, all of that. So it's just, in my opinion, it's just a cooler stock. It, it, it kind of sounds like how, how futures kind of works out because futures, there's no clock. Like there's no yep. market open and market closing. So you can trade at any time. But with, so I don't know if you know this, but because I always see, again, on Twitter, you see people are like, I've created this coin yep. where like people are like, it's ass coin and shit coin, stuff like yep. that. No, where I don't understand how people are able to create it and then make money off of it. I don't understand that whole it, process. Th- th- those coins, like you, anybody could theoretically make their own coin. That's like not hard. Those are like what they call shit coins. It's just like, all right, we're going to, they want to try to market it as much as possible. And then it's like meant for you to like lose your money pretty much. Right. Pretty much. Unless like, it depends on how, like how long you hold and all that. Like people are saying like, Oh, pump all your money into Doge right now. But like right now, Doge is a little iffy because of Elon Musk, but Elon Musk said like, Oh, I'm going to bring Doge to the moon. I forget if it wasn't Elon Musk or someone else. I, if I said that wrong, my bad, but it was basically saying, Oh, we're bringing Doge to the moon. It's going to be on one of the rockets. So everybody's like, all right, we're going to dump our money into Doge. But then, it's wait, wait, is, he, sell it. is he actually bringing it like to the moon? Is that what you, you want? Said? It was something like I saw on Twitter where he was like, he wants to put like a sticker or like paint, like the actual, like, you know, like the, the dog of it yeah, yeah. on the, on the rocket itself. So that would obviously, if it got to the moon, it would give them a huge amounts of money. Cause they're like, Oh my God, it's Doge. So that's just going to raise the price. And right now, if you have money in Doge and you'd be like, all right, that's the perfect time to sell. Cause everybody wants to buy. Yeah. So those uh, are like the so like ass coin shit coin. Those are all just coins that people are gonna try to market out as much as possible. Tell people to buy. Then what? It's gonna hit a certain point where a bunch of people are gonna know about it and want to put money in, and they're gonna be like, "All right, let's back out now and sell." Mm-hmm. So those coins you don't really like necessarily give like any thought to, just because they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna place money into it and then leave it alone," or like you leave it alone until like it's time to sell. But there's like other coins like the like Bitcoin or like Ethereum, for example. That's that's where you like you kind of look weekly into it, kind of put some money in because buying one Bitcoin right now, just like one singular coin is it's around like thirty thousand, thirty five thousand dollars right now for just one coin. But like you can you can buy parts of it. So like I have like parts of Bitcoin, but like I've placed like maybe two fifty in Bitcoin. So I have like point zero 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 something of Bitcoin. And then you, you just watch it grow and then like see the money and all that. So yeah, like the shit coins, like those those don't mean really anything. Though those feel like people marketing them to you, you sh- like the teenage kid that's trying to get into yep. uh, what they like what they think is the right crypto. You market an ass coin to a 17, 18 year old kid, they're gonna try it. They're thinking like this is the greatest thing ever. They're gonna want to throw money into it. Exactly. And that's when you that's when the people that really know what's going on end up pulling out and they're making a lot of money off it at that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. They're they, the, the heads of those sh- like shit coins, basically they, they know what they're doing. It's not like they're acting like super they're like, Oh, they said it's like, next Bitcoin, all this. And then they, they know that a bunch of these like very like um, 
what's the word? Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember. But very just like people are going to be looking at the coin, and be like, oh, I want that. They're going to put their money into it. It's kind of like, kind of like a Nelk Boys, for example. Like I like Nelk Boys; they're cool. Like they just made their seltzer, so like they know what they're doing. It. They're not making it for right. oh, because we like our fans so much. Blah blah. No, they just want money. It's a cash. They know grab. that these teenage guys are just going to put their money into it. So the same thing with like Bitcoin, like that. So people make those fake coins or those like stupid coins to buy, and then they're just going to know people are going to put their money in. And at a certain point, they're going to back out their own shares, and then the coin will be shit. Well, that, that I mean, it, it makes sense when you're talking alcohol, too, with that, because, like, the Milk Boys, like you said, dropped their own seltzers, yep. where now, like, they're California. So people are probably, at this point, paying an arm and a leg for them to get oh, yeah. to the East Coast for, like, to ship it because people are so desperate to try it. Yep. And I think that th- people went through that same thing where it was almost a FOMO for not trying the – the cacti seltzers and then yep. those ended up being ever universally are hated now because they're it, it's super it was, expensive and aren't that good so that, that it was i was very disappointed on that just off topic i like take i took one sip i was like i don't there's nothing to it yeah it, it's so i'm very curious about the nelk boy ones to see what those actually come out like i mean i've seen what people say people say it like tastes like wall like it's like a less carbonated kind of like white claw in a sense where it's just like more just like water and like it's easily can go down the throat or something like that so yeah that's what i've heard but i don't know when i'm not gonna obviously pay like a resale for like however much they're selling it for i'm not gonna do that because that's just not worth the money nelk honestly like the way nelk started marketing their merch it became like how i remember supreme was when we were in high school Yep. Where kids, it was like, oh, 11 o'clock on like the third Thursday of like the month or something. Yep, yep. You need to log into Supreme, like have your card, have your card already registered. That's how Nelk has pretty much marketed all their stuff to the rest of the world because they do their drops. And it's like, well, we put out like uh, Kobe, he is the Carhartt sweatshirt, yep. the Carhartt crew neck that says Nelk boys on it. And you haven't, you don't see that really anywhere else now. It's like they drop everything only once, which is super smart on their part but like oh yeah it's and when they say they like their fans if they really liked them they'd drop stuff more than once and do higher quantity so keep keep that in like more like inventory and all that yeah can't really say anything about that they're making they're getting a bag and we're just talking about them oh i don't i mean i I, i'm not like bashing them on it i mean they're, they're out there they're hustling they made a ton of money i mean they're you can't really like in that i think that goes hand in hand with like the paul brothers too yep. majority of america hates them i'm probably in that same camp with all the celebrity fights but when, when you really step yeah. back and look at it you can't hate them because of what they're doing like they're just out there hustling they're people say like i'm not gonna buy the fight i mean i didn't buy the fight but i watched it i was yep. at uh brendan's house watching it so people were buying the fight and it's yep. it's you're putting money in their pocket while also saying you hate it. I mean, I, I do admit I fall guilty to that. Oh, yeah. No, I fall guilty to that, too. Like, you saw, like, the, what, the TikTok YouTuber fights, like, last week or something like that. Like, that that was all just a money scheme, too. Everybody knows that. But you'll see, like, Little Baby in there, too. I was like, why is Little Baby even in this? He got a bag. That's good for him. He got another bag. But, like, yeah, all these, like, fights and all that, that that's all just quick money. They don't want to make quick money and then mm. move on. I get very curious with the celebrity fighting, how, like, at what point does somebody, like, come to the financial state where they're like, I should do one of these fights? Like, I think 
like you realize Floyd doesn't need it. The Paul brothers don't need it, but, oh, oh, but oh, does, oh. A, but does, but like, does a Chad Johnson need it? Does an Ocho Cinco need it? Or does a Lamar Odom really need that bag? Like, are they at the point where they're so desperate that they're fighting in it? I would, I mean, there's both plays like that. Cause well, first bring up like Floyd. Floyd's notoriously been known for not been good with his money whatsoever. Yeah. He's been in bankrupt. He's been in debt. It, it shows he doesn't have a financial advisor, all that. So that was, this was all just pure money moves. Like he, what, he made like a hundred something odd million off that. Well, it was, so it was, I think a guaranteed, Brett sent it to me, a guaranteed 10 million. And then he got 50% of the pay-per-view sharing while uh, Logan Paul got 250K guaranteed. And I think like 5% or like 10% of the pay-per-view. So like Floyd cashed out like crazy yeah. on this, oh, even yeah. the initial payout, let alone he's getting 50, he's getting half of what pay-per-view is brought in. Yep. And he probably paid, he probably bet two on it. If we're going to be honest, he was like, okay, I, they knew what the outcome was. Not, we're not stupid like that. It's still entertainment. They knew that they, it was going to end like that. They knew yeah. like no one was going to get knocked out. But uh, that did you, so did you end up watching the fight? Like, do you see the beginning of it and stuff too? No, no, I didn't, I didn't. I just watched the highlights and all that. I didn't see really the beginning. All I've seen were like those like Logan Floyd like moments where it looked like Logan maybe could have gone knocked out. Mm-hmm. And like that one where like it looked like Floyd was like holding him up. That's yeah. still heavy on me. But like I didn't really – there was no point in me watching that fight. It, it, the, it was weird because at one point – so before the fight, the Migos came out and they did literally like one song and walked to the ring. That I'm curious – money wise what they made off of that if maybe like each of them got like a hundred grand or what it was because i mean they make one appearance they're pretty much they didn't even really sing the song that they were doing um they just kind of ad-libbed it and it was disappointing because it wasn't even fight night i don't know what song they did i think it might have been a new one off their album but they like if you're gonna be at a fight like at least give us what we want and at least try to do fight night that's where i'm at Obviously, like that's just money moves at the end of the day. They just want the money. They don't really yeah. care about like what they were doing, all that. They just they knew we were gonna make money, they knew people were gonna buy it. So they're like, okay, let me just capitalize on this, get a bag, and move on. And that's pretty yeah. much it. it. It really is crazy. And Brett and I always talk about it with the triller fights too. Like when they did that, that turned into a it was more concert than there was fighting. Like when you have, I think it was might have been Doja Cat, you have the black keys, you have E40. Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Diplo is one of the uh, like the anchors or whatever for it, or the hosts for it. So it, it, it all ends up the fights become muddled in these celebrity these celebrity boxing matches, which kind of sucks and I think hurts the sport of boxing overall. Oh yeah, no, like the, every every like celebrity fight that's happening right now is just crushing the sport. Obviously, it's great gaining popularity because I definitely started picking up and fighting a lot more, like watching it and all that. So I can tell you that it's picking up popularity, but it's also crushing at the same time. You see the, these professionals are like, he's kissing like, oh, it's just this easy. You know, they go for like one training camp and all that. It's like, it really isn't. Like these fighters have like been fighting like the professional ones since they were like, maybe like 12 years old, 10 yeah. years old, like, and kept going. They, they knew like the struggle. And like, we just see, like, you see Bryce Hall be like, all right, I'm going to go box. I'm like, yeah. it's like, why? Well, and, and you see it like, I think that's a big reason why boxing is going to be a dead sport in the next five years and why UFC is going to be the biggest sport in the whole world come maybe the next two years is because none of these celebrity fights have gone down in the octagon. They're all in the boxing ring because 
all, every celebrity that every celebrity knows, even Floyd Mayweather, when he fought McGregor, they made sure it was boxing. Yeah. Because McGregor would have ripped his head off if they had stepped in the octagon. Oh, yeah. It would have been, oh, that, that's 100% facts. Yeah, so, for and even like Tyrone Woodley, he's stepping into boxing. I think he's going to beat the shit out of Jake Paul, but he would have actually murdered him if they had fought in uh, MMA rules. Yeah, so, it, that's why I think MMA is going to be the biggest sport because you also grab the audiences of people that are jujitsu fans, wrestling fans, and then just pure fight fans. Oh, yeah. Off it, topic, but, you know, Poirier, McGregor coming July 10th. Yeah. What, what are we thinking about that? Um, So, I haven't, like, followed it a bunch. Um, But, I mean, I always – I love McGregor's energy. It's tied 1-1, right? Yeah, it's 1-1. So, it's going to be the end of the trilogy to see. It, it's it's different because, you know, like, McGregor got knocked last fight. I was like, yeah. gosh. Like, I didn't see that coming. I was like, gosh, shit. So, it's tough to watch him get knocked out. A guy that you don't think you never expect it to happen, but yeah. it's fighting. So I mean, it does it does happen, but you don't expect it. And there's a few different areas of what people think could happen after that fight. So let's say McGregor wins it, right? There's people saying like, "Oh, Nate Diaz is pretty big right now, so they'll fight. They might fight, or there might be another one more fight, and then if McGregor wins that next fight, whoever he fights next, then they might get another shot at the chip. There's that yeah. possibility." There's or if Poirier wins, people are saying like, okay, you're gonna finish the Nate Diaz trilogy off in Ireland, and that's it. There's but that fight. I'm very much looking forward to it on July 10th. Wait, I, I'm I'm so surprised that Nate Diaz is like in in talks to get these big fights after how he got pretty much brutalized in the in his last fight. Which I mean, people just love the heart. People really just love yeah. the heart. See, like he he puts everything in that in that fight. You saw like in the last round. I don't know if you saw like. He had a very big punch that looked like it could have pretty much ended it if it kept going a little bit longer. But if he if they had if he had like twenty more seconds, he probably does win that fight. Hundred percent. But they people aren't wanting to fight Nate Diaz. It's also money because they realize uh, if a Nate Diaz is going to be on a pay per view, they realize how much money or like how many pay per views are going to sell and how much money they're going to make. Mm-hmm. So if like a random fighter wants to fight Nate Diaz, they're like, okay, perfect. I'll. They know they're going to make money from it. That's a good point. I, I, you don't think about that because you're right. The fan, Nate Diaz is a fan favorite. So, I mean, anytime he's fighting, he's going to be a, a main or at least a co-main. So oh, yeah. he's going to get, he's going to get TV time. Like he's going to be huge on there. So it, it is, it is pretty nuts how, how much he, how, how big he's gotten. So, yeah, I mean, I think McGregor wins and then I think he'll get a shot at the belt. Yeah. But if he loses, then I think he fights Nate Diaz. Yep. And I think that's his career. Uh, like you, think that's, you think he's done after that? After if, if 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 he loses to Poirier in this trilogy, and then he goes on to fight Nate Diaz, I think he, that's over for his career. After what if he yeah. dominates Nate Diaz? If he dominates Nate Diaz, then it's a 50 50. If because he lost, and obviously he's not gonna be. If he loses Poirier fight, he's obviously not gonna be a number one contender for a chip. And if yeah. he loses Nate Diaz, that even puts him further down the line. So realistically, I think he still wants to end off on a win, no matter what. So I feel like he would find someone else to fight and be like, all right, I just want to win. I don't think he's going to go off on a loss. I don't think that's the that's way he goes. Go. Yeah. But yeah. like I like if, if he loses the Poirier, fights Nate Diaz, wins it, that's over. They probably want it somewhere in his home. I'm hoping he go to Ireland, go like last fight, wins it, done. That'd be it. It, it. it would be tough if he did end up like his last fight. Like what if he plans out his last fight and he absolutely dominates – 
that's got to be a tough, tough thought for him because you, you, you are planned out that you're going to go out, like you're going to leave no matter what. But if you go out there and literally dominate like second period uh, TKO or knockout, you kind of start rethinking. I'd imagine like I'm still at the top of my game. Like I just fought a high level guy, no matter really who, who it is, if it is Poirier or a Nate Diaz, I think, that those thoughts have to be going through his head at some point that if you dominate, then you should probably be sticking around. I mean, there's that, but then you kind of like, when you look back at like when uh, Ben Askren fought Jake Paul, right. And like, he's saying like, Oh, I have a family. I got kids, like all that. Like McGregor also has like a family. He's got kids. I think he's got like maybe two, maybe like one on the way, something like that. One's really, I think he has one, one, but it's a really young kid. Let me look it up. Yep. I think like, like I said, I just, you know, he's going to get that feeling. Of, oh, like I can still beat everybody up. But then think of all the free time he's got. Think of all the endorsements he can do afterwards, like just random commercial ads. So it really be, it's again, going to go down to financials at that point. It's going to be like, all right, if I continue fighting, how will my financials go? How will all the money make? But if I stop fighting and like, okay, I could go do this, 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 this. Yeah. Maybe do a couple celebrity fights if that was, if that's what he wanted to do. But I don't think he'd ever do like, a Jake Paul fight because I was like, that's way out of his league. He would not waste his time on Jake Paul. I don't. I don't think he'd do it either. No, but you know, it just gives him more free time. That's that's it. That's at the end of it. He gets more free time. Doesn't have to worry about like training camps, all that. It's to spend time with his family. So that's just the way I'm looking at it. But yeah, so I just looked it up. McGregor has he has three now. He has a, a four year old, a two year old, and then one was born in May. Oh shit. So I mean, yeah, like. He's got a lot on his plate right now. I, I now that knowing that, I think you're you're probably more than right that it'll be, he'll he'll fight one or two more times than be out. Yeah, he's got. I mean that family, like you can't because those training camps. You like you leave. You don't go with your family. Oh, yeah. You don't see your family like that. I mean, I think he does, but like you know, it's like a lot less time with them spending time. It's more just like worrying about what you're doing and getting the best condition. Well, in the travel too. I mean, he's fighting. He's fighting in Dubai. He's fighting in Ireland. He's fighting down the other side of at least just the U S so yep. it, it's tough on a family too, with really young kids. I'd imagine for him to have to pack up and leave his family for a whole week, go get pretty much just beat up yeah. and beat up on other guys and then come home and try to be a dad. Like, so I think at this point realizing now that he has three really young kids, I think he's out sooner versus later. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would, it would be a perfect way for him to go. Like, you know, when obviously he's going to feel that high and be like, okay, no, got kids, got a family. Let me live my life. What's that over your left shoulder? Is is that a, a star Wars Lego right there? Yes, sir. That is. Oh, what would you drop on there? It was just like one of the engine pieces. But yes, sir. Like I got into, I got more into Legos during quarantine, all that stuff. So, They're great. Oh yeah, no, it's it's just a fun time. Like I like I remember making this one before I left, like for a gym or something like that. Like maybe yeah. like months ago, and I was like, this is it's just peaceful and like just the greatest amount of time. So if you want something to do, just take your mind off, like get off the phone, anything like that. Easy, easy things to do. The, the, I was a huge Legos kid, and then every so often I'll get, like, the small sets and build those yep, just yep. to kind of relax. Like, they're, they're, it's such a good time doing it. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it, it brings back, like, your childhood memories or, like, even, like, I do it. Like, I'll watch Star Wars while I'm doing it, and I'm like, all right, 
Yeah. So like I can see like, oh, that's that's the X-wing fighter right there. They're going with it, and like, oh, I'm building it. So that's just something cool. Do you ever play with it after, or is it just strictly build it and put it on your nightstand? Yeah, I strictly just build it, and I just like, all right, you can go right there. I'm not, I don't like have like those fantasy. Like I'm not imagining like, oh, like flying it around. I'm not doing that. I mean, I that's, could. That's, that's, I disappointing. that's disappointing. I, I haven't, I haven't done that yet. I'm not saying it won't happen. It could. It could be a great talking piece to say if I bring it down to LSU, bring a girl to my dorm, be like, oh. You're my Lego host. You want to do something sick? <laughs> oh, just open fire. it up, and I'll be like, "Here you go. That's cool." <laughs> that, that that'll be that. I mean, that'll you'll you'll be you'll be uh, drowning in it if you're down. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I when I was a kid, every Christmas the one like I remember the one Lego I would ask for was the the Death Star, but it was also like five hundred dollars yep, because you yep. get like sixty characters. Think about it now. I'm like, that is so unrealistic. And I was such an asshole as a kid asking for that. You can get it um, now. I would, if I got that now, I'd be just as happy as I would be when I was a, like a, a six-year-old or eight-year-old asking for it, because yeah. it, it would be an absolute blast putting that together. Yeah, I'll definitely buy it in the future. I can tell you that. It's not, it's not the right financial move for me right now, <laughs> but that future, you'll see some of the big ones, 100%. Like the Millennium Falcon one, like the big like i forget how much it costs but like i'll definitely have that one i think that one might be like 300 or something it's the the star wars ones are like the most expensive which is crazy yeah i mean it makes sense just because of how big like star wars of how big of impact star wars was and plus lego star wars 2 like that came out like on the video games and all that so many people like that how great did you play that when you were a kid a little bit not too much i had a Wii growing up so i didn't really i didn't have an xbox 360 i didn't get like a playstation till like high school but like i played a little bit but i was where i had on Wii and i played it on my ds it was outstanding playing that but yeah i I think i had it for my xbox 360 too when i got that in middle school but yeah like i it looks fun it, it, it really it, it's thinking about that now is like a blast from the past because when i would play that primarily on wii i would play that and i was a big huge mario kart guy play like i'd play mario kart like on my own and just like get ready for playing people in the future i was playing a lot of like a lot of wwe games i'm not even gonna lie really? like, i was playing so many wwe games on the wii obviously you can't go past the wii sports that was classics you play man Trying to be mad up in boxing. Oh God! That I was, was a, I was a huge fan of the golf on Wii Sports. Like me and my dad would play against each other, and it was just you get like super competitive. And same with like the boxing. The boxing was super competitive on that too. I don't know if you did you get like the Wii Sports Resort where it was like, yes. and then like you had like the fight, like the sword fighting or whatever the hell that was. That fencing, was, yes, the fencing. Yep, that all gas bass. Like they just they went crazy on their games. I would. I need to rebuy a Wii now because, like, I'm just thinking about that. It's so much fun. A Wii right now probably would be wicked cheap too, and like, yeah. I would literally just get Wii Sports Resort and probably Just Dance. I'd get one of those because Just Dance is like the ultimate Wii game outside of like Wii Sports. Because oh, yeah. it, it, I don't care who you are, you can play that game and have an absolute blast playing it. There's nothing like it. But people saw there would be some people say like oh it's childish. I'd be like, well, you could fuck off basically at that yeah, point. No way. <laughs> no way. So oh, I know this is kind of up your alley. Brett and I talked about it um 
on Kanye's birthday, we did our Mount Rushmore of his songs. So I know you had text about like what something to be prepared for, but I just kind of thought about this. Um, so I gave mine, I had picked Spaceship. And this is just not even off like what I think his greatest songs are, yep. just what my favorite ones are. And I tried to go off different albums. So I did Spaceship, Hey Mama. Um, I think it was Homecoming. And oh, what was the other one? I'm blanking right now. Spotify real quick. It was oh god. So I picked Spaceship, Hey Mama, Homecoming. Oh, and Monster, just because of all the features on that. That was that fantastic song. The 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 Rick Ross and like Nicki Minaj, I think on that one actually proved that she's the best female. Oh, I, um, I can 100 percent agree with that. She's the best female, I think, feature out of any female artist currently. It's, it's between her and Rihanna, and I think I'd go Nicki. Oh, that that that's a that's a tough take. You know, I I looked at Nicki Minaj like the best female rapper, hundred percent. I'm taking her like yeah. I'm sorry, I'm taking over Megan. Megan's hot. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm taking over that Cardi B, of course. Well, but if you think about it, there's no Cardi and Megan the Stallion if Nicki. there's no Nicki Minaj. Exactly. But you could also exactly. go back and say there's no Nicki Minaj if there's no like Missy Elliott, Lauren yep. Hill. But I mean, I really think Nicki Minaj is the Nicki Minaj and Lauren Hill to me are like the top two female rappers of all time. And then below that's probably like Missy Elliott, um, Queen Latifah falls in there. And then you put Cardi and I think like Megan at like a tier three. Oh yeah. But going for Kanye, I, I, get, I mean, I can do one song from each album. I'm just looking at Spotify right now. Yeah. Give me your full, like top four. I mean, I, cause I picked, I didn't go on like Life of Pablo. I, I missed out on uh, uh, Yay. I didn't. I, I honestly, if I could have gone back to another album and picked, it would have been off of Watch the Throne. Oh, Watch it's such a good album. Like, and you, so you forget, you are looking at like his normal albums, then you forget he's got Watch the Throne and Kid See Ghosts. Yep. There's like, there's so much going on with Kanye, like for his music. It's, it's, a, it was a brutal, it was a brutal choice. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you my top. I guess I'll give you my top four currently. All right. It switches around a lot, you know, depending on what I'm feeling. I told Brett, I'm like, you, I could do this list like two weeks from now and change up the four songs just how I'm feeling. Oh, yeah. So I'll give you my four. No, no particular order. Mm -hmm. It's just what I've been, you know, really liking. So we don't care. Yep, that's a great one. Fantastic. I've been liking Gone. That's okay. that's a fire one. I just that's really a, like the it. ending of that is I think one of my favorite in a Kanye song. We're talking about like the record store and stuff. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's like if you ever flip sides like Anakin, I'm gonna make you sell everything, include a mannequin, something like that. Yeah, and, you got you know. a uh, you got a new bitch. That's Jen. Is it Jennifer Aniston? I think that? so. I think I think it's Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Yep. But that has I've been listening to a lot. Um, Late registration has some of the best like crack music. Hey, mama gone it's got some of the most underrated tracks on there yep diamonds from sierra, sierra leone it's awesome. not on there i'm just that's a notable that's a noticeable um notable one but the one with um there's a remix with jay-z so there's yeah. two of those so the jay-z one i definitely like a whole lot better but that's not on my top four i can tell you right now so right now we're at gone and we don't care yep um i'm taking cheese. I'll take 
Right now, good life. I'll take that. No, 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 no. Can't tell me nothing. Instead of yeah. good life. Can't tell me nothing. And then what else have I been listening to? What album are you looking at now? Looking at I'm just looking. That's the thing. I'm just looking. I'm just scrolling for like the song of like really like what have I been feeling? And it's tough because I was looking. So when I came down to Monster, I was I picked. I was like, I'm gonna go off my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. And I really it came down to that one and I think Runaway. Run. Oh man, Runaway is such a good song. It. It's crazy. Not, he, has, he has Runaway and Blame Game on the exact same album, and they're both like super similar, but they're both just bangers. You know, I'm gonna put hell of a life as my number four. I like it. that one. That's I think that's an underrated pick off of that album because everybody talks about Monster, All the Lights, Power. Oh, hell of a life was really good. Like, yeah, that's the top four right now. But my number one Kanye song I've listened to like too much is Run Away. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. But figuring out like what his number one song is, that's you can't. You can't. I, I see. I can't. I don't even do that at this point. Like he, it's so inarguable. To figure out what his best song actually is, that like I'll respect any opinion you really have on what your number one song is, unless unless it's off of uh, Life of Pablo, which is an okay album. I mean, it would be a good album for anybody else that's released any other rapper other than maybe like Drake or Lil Wayne that drops it. But yeah, for yeah. him, it's a it's a below average album. Yeah, Life of Pablo, it was it was all right. You know, you had your few songs on there. Yeah. I didn't like. I don't know. Something about it is just like I don't enjoy it too too much. There's definitely uh, what's that one? Um, it felt super disjointed to me. Like it didn't yeah. feel like all of the albums kind of feel like late registration, graduation, college dropout. Those three blend together perfectly. The way yeah. that the songs are ordered, the the way that I think a lot of his songs were less of him actually rapping. It was a lot of him talking. There were some odd skits on it. Which I wasn't a fan of, but I mean, like I loved uh, facts off of that. Oh yeah, that's the yep. Um, the one with designer, they, it's the two. Oh, father, stretch my hands. Both of those are like great hype songs. So it did have it have its bright parts, but I just think for him, that album wasn't great to, was to Kanye's standards. Hundred, I could I could I could go by by the hundred percent. But the one of his underrated, like most underrated, I'm still gonna say is his gospel album. You can say anything. A lot of people say like, "Oh, I hate it. It's gospel." It's like you're, you're listening to it. Like, yeah, I might not be feeling like everything he's saying because it's gospel. But like, there's some really good songs on there. That it was good. It, it, like, I it was really good. I remember like when when his like gospel services were like coming out. Like, you could just watch them. I can remember this exact moment. I was in Boston at UMass Boston. I was like in my one of my friend's car, and we were just watching the live stream of like his gospel service. And I was like. All right, Kenny G just comes out of nowhere and just starts playing. I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's nuts. It, it was what it, what he did. And I, I think actually the gospel album was impressive to me, but the more impressive one he did was with, uh, I think, T.I., the Yay versus the People. Yeah. It's it's like a political song where he's talking about pretty much like T.I.'s playing, like where he pretty much is calling Kanye like uh, like he's betraying black people for supporting Trump. And Kanye is rapping about like his support, but it the song is awesome. Like yeah. take the lyrics out of it, but it just for a rapper to take that on as a project is just so amazing that he was able to do something like that. I mean, if you ever like hear like his interviews, anything like that, his his mind's on a completely different level than everybody else's. 
everybody always says you have to be crazy when you're like famous and he got like yes he's crazy everybody's seen like his twitter all that but like he's he's just a different kind of person which is he's legitimately crazy but i don't think that hurts him for the field he's in no if he were an accountant he would be screwed but oh it's a good thing he's a rapper but like so many people like hate on him because like of all this shit he said like on twitter like it is what it is and then like you know when you talk about like his mental health like his bipolarness everybody knows about that but no one really knows like oh it first came like no one really knows where that came from Hmm. but like it was from when his mom died yeah what year and like because and she got was getting like plastic surgery and it was always a big like don't get it don't get it don't get it he was that type of dude and then once she got it and like it was some mishap with it that just like killed him yeah i think his mom died i think it was 07 but i mean he also went through like when he was recording uh college dropout he had that car crash where he pretty much breaks his jaw like his jaw shattered they metal played it wire it shut the the other guy thank god in the crash didn't die but so he's going through that while recording college dropout and i think you when that's where you see his mind work on a whole different level than anybody else is because he probably had his songs all planned out what he was going to do on there. But yeah. then he throws in through the wire where he's parodying pretty much through the fire, the Shaka Khan song. And, yep. and he, you can hear it when he's doing it too, that yeah, there's a little bit of gritted teeth because he's literally rapping with his jaw wired shut. It's insane yep. that I think that that's really the first example of him work his mind being on a different level than like when you've seen him in interviews and stuff like that, that like before that it was just crazy like to hear that song like you know you just go back and like now you're looking at artists now like i'll give you like an example like drake right he like earlier in the year i think i saw he posted something on his instagram so he was like oh i tore like my acl or meniscus or whatever gonna be out for a few months or like the album's delayed and i'm like you know, Drake, I understand, like, you got to recover all of that, but, like, you know, you have someone like Kanye, you know, obviously, he didn't just rap the whole entire time he was gone, he just did it for that one song. Mm-hmm. You have someone like Kanye, like, his mouth was wired shut, like you said, and it's just, like, he was able to do it, but, like, what what stopped you for your album with a torn, like, ACL or whatever? I, I'm more curious as to what Drake was doing to tear his ACL playing basketball you've seen this uh, if you've ever seen his house you know he's a full-sized nba court in his house so it was 100 playing basketball i could see that he legitimately seems like one of the worst athletes alive like i i he he because he just shows up to all the sporting events like he's doing layup lines with kentucky which was very odd he looked unathletic doing that i mean he, I, I honestly think if I could play Drake one-on-one, I would just back him down, and I think I'd beat him, like, 11-3. I mean, you still got to give him some credit. I, I mean, he's got a nice build. He's got, he's yeah, got, he's got, got a, a nice good build. build. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, maybe his basketball talents aren't good. But, you, yeah, no, I think you could probably take that. That and the video from Life is Good. Was it Life is Good when they're playing football? Was that in the mu- was it that music video? I don't remember. One of them was like they're playing football, and Drake also looks super unathletic in that too. So like he, it looked mean, unnatural. It may not have actually been his fault, but it just looked really unnatural. Even like did he play sports growing up? Because I knew he was on Degrassi, all that. So I don't know if he even had like a regular childhood. Like when he just- got shot on Degrassi, it's one of the most dramatic, but I think funniest scenes in 
in like television history. It was because he like the way he sprints away is just so slow, and then they throw it in slow motion, yep. and he gets like three in the back. It's crazy. I'm just I just looked up the Drake play any sports. He said it says playing minor hockey with Weston Red Wings in like early in his age. And that was pretty oh Drake's basketball career, a brief brief history. Brief, very brief. Does it give me anything? Nope. Okay, it talks about his basketball, his love for it. It's not it's talking about when he played basketball on Degrassi. That's awesome. I was gonna say I was like, I'm pretty sure he played on Degrassi. But it's not talking about like any like school, anything like that. So what we know about Drake is that he played a little bit of hockey as a kid. Yes, and then played basketball on Degrassi. That's pretty much it. That's on that's unreal. That's just well, you know, he grew up as an actor, all that. So I guess he didn't have time or whatever, but you know, it is it is what it is. He he's making money. We're still gonna listen to his music and we move on. It's not like I know because he's dropping an album. This it's he says they're dropping an album like this summer. I'm pretty sure, or something like before the summer ends. And I think people are saying it's called Certified Lover Boy. I think is what it's going for because like you, I don't know if you see your pictures. He gave like a heart on like his head right now. Oh. He's been hanging out with LeBron James. He's been going to Bronny James's games, and I'm like, what? That's weird. It was <laughs> it was also weird when like they were like, oh yeah, it's Bron, it's LeBron and Drake there, but also. Jared Dudley, J.R. Smith, like there was a couple other like Lakers bench players that I'm like, can we like I understand Drake being there is odd, but I also find it odd that LeBron was like, hey, Jared Dudley and J.R. Smith, why don't you tag along also? I don't I don't understand. Like, yes, Bronny's obviously gonna be in the NBA. There's no question yeah. on that. But like, why are we going? Why I I mean I guess for support, but like again, it's kind of weird in a in a way. Super weird. But again, like okay, I get LeBron going. I can get that. Yeah, like, LeBron is bad. But like, I don't get why, unless like they're really close, like family, like you know, how you call like you call like a really close friend, like your uncle. Unless mm-hmm. Bronny's calling like J.R. Smith that, which I don't think is happening at all. No. Which is weird. Why? Why would he bring J.R. Smith after everything he's done with LeBron? <laughs> it, it, it honestly, the Drake going like honestly, J.R. Smith and Jared Dudley going, I don't think takes away that much. But when J- when Drake's going, it feels like it takes away from the game because, like, Bleacher Report and ESPN are tweeting and putting it up on Instagram, like, Drake pulls up to Bronny's game, but then there's, like, no video of Bronny's game. It's yeah. just Drake walking through a pair of double doors at a gym and going to sit down. Like, that's literally all they show from it. And so I, I, I think I, LeBron going is a different thing because that's his dad. He understands that. I feel like Drake going to one of my games would be cool, but if he keeps coming, I'm like, dude, what is he doing here? <laughs> like, what? Do you not have anything else to do on a random afternoon? <laughs> well, no, he tore his ACL. He, he's recovering. Please be safe. Please be safe. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Oh, I got time. I got time to come out, but I can't have time to release an album. I, I've seen. I've seen he's been posting pictures of other people, so like, I'm assuming it's in the works. Like, I saw a picture with him, like future. So I'm like, okay, oh. that should be a banger. Oh, that, please that give me Drake in the future, dude. Would you just bring Drake in the future up? You know, I was going over like number ones of like 2020, and people, a lot of people forgot that Life is Good came out in 2020, which is crazy because it came out like early like February or something like that. And I was like, oh, Life is Good. And they're like, oh shit, I forgot that. That was like a bang song. 
it felt like it really never blew up until like the summer. Yeah. Like, it felt like it wasn't as big in February because yeah. of like everything going on with COVID. It was just kind of got like swept under the rug, but it felt like they almost did like a re-release of it. And yeah. that's when it blew back up and you start seeing it in like TikToks on Instagram posts. People are using it a lot more frequently and listening to it. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great song. I, I think Drake and future is a top three duo in rap right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I I'd say, I don't really know if they would count as currently, but I'd say Jay-Z and Kanye are number one and it's, they're, it's not even close. Yeah, no, that, that, that duo, like, is, that's an unbeatable duo right there. Jay-Z and Kanye, like, any song you're going to hear, that's it's game over. You know it's going to be a good song. Yeah. I, but, but I mean, Drake and Future, I, I say it's not close, but, I mean, it. it's probably a lot closer than I think just because I'm a huge Kanye fan, so I'll always have that bias. But yeah. Drake and Future together, I love Future's music. Um, so them together is great. Like, uh, the like Big Rings – that was a great album. I th- um, Plastic Bag was on that one. So it, it really, Future's great, and then you put those two together, and they're just, it's fire. Oh, yeah. it, it, if they're on the album this year, I need that album like mid-July just to That'd be absolutely light up the summer. That would be amazing. Like mid-July, yeah. If that happens, that that's just going to be a perfect the way to end the summer. From Give like it to me, on. Hang on. Give me one second. Give it to me like, I'm trying to find what the scent, the middle point of July, like a Friday. July 16th. Give it to me July 16th. It's a Friday. Mm. The third Friday of the month. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Give me that today. And like, that on that day. And the, the summer, because I feel like summer is going to start off strong. We could start going downhill. But if we get that album, it's just, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go right right to the moon. It'll be amazing. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. I think we're almost in July. I'm just like, oh, we've got a couple of weeks. But, like, you know, June's going by pretty yeah. quick right now. I mean, um, I'm just looking at my calendar. I'm like, holy shit, we're like kind of halfway through June. Now, when do you move into LSU? Um, moving dates August like 12th or the 15th or the 13th or the 15th. So I'll be, I'm actually driving down. So I'll have to believe like nice. August 10th, maybe, because it's about a 1500 mile drive. So it'll take at least, oh, it will take over a day. It'll take, a, it'll be at least a two day thing, maybe three, depending Are you on. You're going by much. yourself? Yeah. Nice. That's exciting. Well, I am going to, my, I am going to visit, so actually that July 16th was funny because I'm going to 15th, 16th, and 17th. I'm going down to Louisiana just to, like, see the school, get, like, an actual tour of it. So I'm not just, like, you know, I put, like, all the money down, all that. Like, I'm going. It's just that, you know, I haven't seen it. But let me make sure I kind of like this place. I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think I'll it'll be okay. Once I see it, I'll be like, holy shit, this is... This is what like I've seen like in movies, all that stuff. It's, I feel like it's gonna be hey, it's gonna be a lot different than UMB. It's gonna be oh, way different than UMass Boston. UMass Boston was just on the shore, like in like back of Dorchester. Yeah, just, just hidden. Like you wouldn't know that's a like if you're looking aside, you wouldn't know that's a school because like all you see from like across the shore, like a big brick building and like a nice like white building. So you'd be like, oh, maybe something's going on there, but you wouldn't think that's oh, that's a school. But also, like, the thing was, we had Boston College High School right next to us, so people just know that area was, like, BC High. Like, it, it was funny. Like, BC High had a bigger sign than U- UMass Boston. It was, like, I remember, like, when you, like, turn in, like, to get into UMass, it was, like, you see the big BC High sign, and you see UMass Boston right below. I'm, like, all right, cool. So, I was going to say, I bet you BC High was probably bigger than UMass Boston. Just- oh, yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't bigger, but, like, they, like, we shared a turf field with them. I know that. When they, like they play like lacrosse, we shared a turf field. We shared their baseball field. They came to our hockey rink, and that was pretty much it. That's crazy. That 
UMass Boston didn't have a football team either, which was UMass Boston was just a like a interesting school to go to. Yeah, you you told me about that. That it was like especially being a business kid. You said it was wicked competitive. Yeah, like every like no matter what, even though they said like oh we're friends, like you know I'm part of a business friend, right? And they say like oh you know friends all this, but like at the end of the day they're all just trying to compete to get a job. They're gonna use you in a way like you know when you hop on LinkedIn all that they're gonna be like oh yeah let's become friends quote unquote, but like. Mm-hmm. it really is just like everybody's competing everybody's showing off everybody wants that big ticket um job and get that big ticket money at the end of the day i feel like a business frat like the purpose should just be everybody working with each other to just work connections like i mean try yeah. to help each other out but i mean the way it sounds just like pretty much everybody's trying to use each other as stepping stones to get I mean, to the to the next, yeah, that, that, next that's the way, I mean, part of the career that, that's the way at least i interpret it just because, like, you know, you everybody's, like, all the alumni always talk. They're always, like, alumni panels. I'm like, all right, like, you know, this is just, like, seeing, like, what you can get as a job. Not really much as, like, oh, I'm your brother or some shit like that. To be yeah. honest, I don't, I don't talk to any of them. I, I do not communicate with, like, at this point, 98% of the people I re- talk to at UMass Boston. All the clubs, all that stuff, nothing. I've, like... I just haven't like re- like texted in the group chats. Like I'm still in the Facebook Messenger group chat. Actually, I don't know because I've had that on Do Not Disturb. So <laughs> it's a possibility I've been kicked out. I just don't know. Yeah. But there's been like other apps too, like where I was like in big group chats, and I was like, all right. I told her it's funny because I told her like, oh, you know, I'm transferring out like to go to his nun talk. I might be back in the next year. And I said like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna just ghost everybody. I'm not gonna stop like immediately talking and, like, everybody like the second week i'm like all right i'm done i don't want to talk to you guys anymore that's great. i mean it's i i i appreciate the friendships i got it was nothing ended like in bad terms it was just like all right i'm moving on kind of deal not like oh f you i'm you guys are stupid useless it's like oh, okay you know just life pretty much at that point yeah the one thing i i can say like mass maritime it gets it, it, like career-wise gets a good rap like among the students it gets a really bad rap just because it's the regiment like you're doing everything there like uh you're waking up early and all that shit so every student you ask will say it sucks but like the one good thing is that none of that like brotherhood stuff like um, even not even just on the football team but on the campus it, none of that's fake yeah it's all like legit like I've got your back you've got mine I think and that's the same with like alumni like if you bump into an alumni I, I've bumped into a couple like just either just in mass in Connecticut um, just wherever you see like a sweatshirt you at, at talk to them about it, but the, it's super mesh. Like everybody, when you find out that you're a maritime kid from mass, it's immediate conversation starter and everybody's just super nice about it. So like, that's the one good thing is that I feel like a lot of colleges preach that, Oh, we're a, we're a brotherhood. Like you're, you can count on your, the people in your dorm. And that's the, and it doesn't seem like that in a lot of places that I can say, uh like at maritime it's you can count on just about anybody that you know there now with maritime do you have to go like enlist into armed forces after you're done or no it's just no so we you can like there's a lot of kids that probably will go either like navy or coast guard those are the two big ones um and actually no marines is probably the, the second biggest behind navy um, but then you still get kids that go army and air force, but like, I don't have to, a lot of the engineers will and be like a coast guard engineer. Gotcha. Um, but like, I'm a business kid, so I'm just going to try to do my four, four and a half years. I'm still debating if I want to take up, like, cause I still have a year of eligibility yeah. to come back to play because of COVID. So 
I'm debating on just come like thinning out my class a little bit and coming back to t- go four and a half years and play. But yeah, so I don't have to serve, which is kind of nice. I mean, I'm, I don't have like interest in it. it. I always say it could change in the next year or two. Yeah. If I'm, I think about serving, but at this point it's a no go for me. I mean, I, I just always like the thought like you had to like, okay, that kind of clears it up. Cause like, you know, you look at the other mil- military schools, I think with I don't I don't know if this is true, but Norwich, do you have to you have to enlist afterwards? Norwich is weird because I think there's a civilian and like a, a regimented side of the of the two. So like some kids will have to serve, but they go in knowing they have to serve, and other kids go in knowing that they won't have to serve. Like it'll never be an obligation. I'm yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pr- almost positive that's how that campus works. That in their exactly. school. You know, obviously, like, you, know, you go to West Point, you got you to gotta go. Oh, West Point, Annapolis, Air Force Academy, Coast Guard Academy, you're serving. Like, you're, you're doing your – I think it's five. You're doing five at least. Yep. Which is crazy. But, I mean, that's what those kids go to school for, and I, I respect it. But it's, it, it's nuts, especially, like, they're not even just enlisting right in and, like, going in a few months. They're oh. just – you have four years of school building up – to another five years to serve. That's how that's crazy to think about. Is that I mean they start in a good position that, That's the thing. They start in a great position once they go like oh. you look at like anybody that goes to West Point, they're getting once they're out of college, they're getting probably getting pretty good pay. Well, yeah, because they don't they don't go in as just privates in like the military. They go in as lieutenant or I don't know about if it's lieutenants, I could be wrong, but they go in as a higher rank than yep. those who just enlist um just right in like a recruiter's office. So yep. going there, like you do get the, the four years pays off because you're in a higher position. And I mean, you talk about a brotherhood, those schools are, when it comes to that brotherhood, it's unreal. I mean, and their hatred for each other is unreal too, between the oh, yeah. army and Navy at least. So it's crazy. I, I knew when I was a freshman at Fermi high school, I know I knew like the senior goalkeeper matt evans he went to west point i remember that and he like i would bump into him time to time and he was like finishing up saying how much he loved it all that i see like his instagram or snapchat I was like damn like he's going going crazy over there like the mouth shit they're doing and all that the place he's already gone he's on like the italy or anything like that like so it's definitely a great thing to do but it's just like a really heavy commitment and it's obviously hard to get into too it's like a what but um like a 14 percent acceptance rate something like that maybe yeah you need maybe more maybe less i don't know what the exact number is but i know it's something crazy you you need a letter from i think a congressman as well so like there's a lot more and you need to have really good grades too it's like really good grades like you needed to play a sport in like all four years of high school i'm pretty sure 12 percent for west point yeah it was something crazy. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to look up Naval Academy real quick and see what theirs is. Naval Academy acceptance rate. Uh, theirs is 8%. Jesus. So, for it says for them, for Naval Academy, uh, you have to have an SAT score between 1240 and 1460 or an ACT of 26 and 30, between 26 and 32. Jeez. Wow, that's holy shit. West Point's at 12 right now. See what, uh, I'm curious what Air Force is. 3.9 GPA. Holy shit. Average SAT with 12. I mean, okay, SAT, they get down a little bit. So 1270. Air Force is an 11. So 
technically West Point's the easiest to get into. It's not easy to get into it, but no. it has the the uh, highest acceptance rate at twelve percent compared to Air Force at eleven and Navy at eight. I can imagine that. Like I, I have so much respect for kids that you know that are doing this because like there's so much stuff that has to go into it. Just especially, it's a mature decision to make too. Coming out of high school, you have to be a mature kid to just be like, you know what? I understand what my obligations will be post this this four years at this prestigious academy that I'm going to serve this country. So I mean, you you literally right away nine years of your life right you away. figure out your own army or navy. But most of the time after that, too, like they said, or five years, they're probably going to a lot of the kids probably just extend their services, too, because like that's what they've been really accustomed to. Obviously, like the jobs coming up a lot more lax. You go home, of course, all that. But like people, that, that, that's just someone's life. That's what they want to do. And yeah. all respect to that. That's all I can say. All respect. I don't know if I'd ever do something like that, but I'll give them all the respect. Definitely respect the troops. But uh, so uh, actually, I, I had a good time doing this episode tonight. Oh, yeah. We had a couple of interviews fall through, so I figured you hadn't you haven't been on yet, really, just us. So we're we're actually I'm a quick announcement. We're going to two episodes a week starting next week. Um, I was kind of getting a little frustrated. Interviews weren't going great, like we had some fall through. So we're just at this point. Um, I, I want to get you on once a week. So we're gonna do Tuesdays, Thursdays. I'm thinking you do the Thursday episode. Yeah. Whether we do a shorter one with an interview or a longer one, like we did today. Um, just something like that. Um, I, I'm, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. I just want to make, I want to have the best episodes coming out. Um, and if we're going to just get no interviews or like just continuous repeat interviews, I like having guys on we've had on before, but when it's their fourth time on and we're not even at a hundred episodes, it's not something I want to be yeah. doing. So, uh, we're going to two episodes. It'll be Tuesday, Thursday drops. Um, but yeah, so, um, Go follow us at my parents' office. Like I said, at the beginning of the show on Twitter, Instagram, uh, my parents' office podcast on Facebook. Articles from the office. Tom and I have been writing on there. We've been busting our ass on there. Um, Tom's actually got. I, I don't know. He did one for the series so far. Um, yeah, that, that. Transformation. I I actually was a huge fan of that. I think that's something that could really take off. I think that's a pretty got, cool thing. Got another one that works right now. So awesome. I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the My Parents Office podcast. Ever since flip phones, I was trying to slide. Go bananas trying to be the apple of your eye. Real shit, baby. Got me stressed on vacation. No escaping. Playing with my head in my heart. She was so.